Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK Weekly Podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! I'm going to turn you now uh, to the book of Genesis, and that's the first book of the Bible. And you can turn it uh, in your digital uh, equipment or whatever that you have, digital Bible, or your printed Bible, or I think with Aurora's help, we'll have uh, the scripture uh, projected on the screen. So here we go, Genesis chapter um, 1. And we're going to read uh, verse 1 to verse uh, 19. And I've got five thoughts uh, to share with you. And uh, I first preached this maybe about five years ago, and I felt when I was praying about what I should share with you um, this time round, I felt the Lord saying to me, uh, tell them this, tell them this, and help them uh, to live uh, the best life uh, that I have in store for them, okay? So this um, message is entitled, Five Steps to Know, Five Steps to Know When the Holy Spirit is Hovering. Okay? Um, and you know when the Holy Spirit hovers over a person's life, over a family, over a situation, a circumstance, over a company, over whatever. Uh, when the Holy Spirit hovers, He is about to create. He's about to create and do something amazing. He can create something beautiful even out of something ugly. Uh, he can create light out of darkness. God uh, has no limitation. And this is the God we serve, and I want to encourage you today with this message, and I pray that you'll be blessed. Five steps to know when the Holy Spirit is hovering. Now, um, God knows when He's working. You know, He's probably the only one that knows what He's about to do. So we're not God, so we don't know what God is going to do. We don't know exactly when and how and where and what. But the Bible, uh, as far as it's been revealed to me, uh, gives me a, a, a little bit of a hint of when to know that God is about to work in your life. So that, why do we need to know this? So that you don't work against Him. Uh, if you know that God is there and He's doing something and oh, it just looks like God, it feels like God, it smells like God, uh, uh, you're going you're gonna to then work with Him, not work against Him. When He says yes, don't say no. When He says no, don't say yes because you don't want to work against Him, you want to you flow with God. And when you flow with God, uh, wonderful, beautiful, amazing, awesome things happen uh, in our lives. Amen? So let's read the Word of God. Verse 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. That's a beautiful start. God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. He was like hovering because He was preparing to do something. And all he needed was God the Father to speak and he will do it. God the Father to speak and the Spirit will do it. Yeah. He will carry out what God the Father said. And so, uh, as we look at this verse, I'm thinking that it could be like some of our lives. Um, the earth, it says, was without form. And we are actually earth. That's how the Bible says we were made. We were made from the ground. We were made from the earth. Are you all still with me? And Eve was uh, made uh, from Adam's uh, side. Uh, so we are from the earth. So you are also the earth. <laughs> and sometimes the earth, you, your lives, your family, uh, your future may also be without form, meaning it doesn't have any shape. It's quite fuzzy. It's a little bit blur. You're like, oh, I'm the earth, sort of. I'm the man, I'm the woman, uh, and my life is okay, but I'm not sure what the future holds. And it's shapeless, it's without form, and sometimes even void. Some of you feel that way, empty. And darkness was on the face of the deep, and that's how some of you might even feel. You're in a dark place, you are in a place that is filled with uncertainty and, and you're not sure and you're doubtful and you're scared and you're lonely. Um, but the good news is, even though we might find ourselves in that situation, the Holy Spirit is hovering. Yeah. And when He hovers, He's about to do something. Yeah. And nothing is impossible without God. If you believe it, say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. So, the five steps. Here we go. And why I call it steps? 
I'll explain to you also later. It steps because it's one, two, three, four, five, and it's not one and three and five and then back to four. No, it steps, meaning one after the other. Yeah. Uh, and later on, you, you, if you, after I explain it, if you, you will see that it can be shifted backwards, but it will not work for you. It will not work for us. So it steps. It's not just ways, five ways. It's five steps. So here's step number one. God said, let there be light. And there was light. What is step number one? You know, when the light is turned on, we see. And we see clearly when the lights are on. When the lights are off, you can still see, but not that clearly. You know, when I was married, after a year, uh, the second year, we were living in this apartment. And uh, for some reason, you know, the light bulb or the fluorescent bulb went off. Uh, and uh, I was so busy that week, I didn't change it for a week, you know. And so we were, you know, we were showering by faith. <laughs> uh, as long as we could feel and we could flush and we could, you know, wash up, you know. But, you know, we could see, we could, we, we, you know, if we opened the bathroom door, the light coming in from the room, you know. I, mean, I was busy, but I think I was also lazy, lah. Okay, uh, and, and some of you are nodding your head, you, you kind of like, you identify with that word, alright. So, um, uh, when I finally got it fixed, you see, when I was using it for a week, uh, everything was okay, because, because that's, that's, that's how it is, it's okay, we, we get to just live, uh, use the bathroom, we are alright, we're not dead, but when the light was on, to, my, to our horror, and my wife is really, she's like, Miss Clean, you know, uh, uh, she, she will go to the hotel and wash the hotel's bathroom, you know? That, yeah, yeah, you see? Uh, Pastor Dave said true, true. Yeah? In Botswana, we say true story, you know? True story. Um, and, and so when we turn on the lights, we could really see. And there was dirt, you know, by the corner and stuff that you don't see in the blur. Uh, and sometimes we, we live like that. We live okay lives. But when God turns on the light, we actually get to see what we really need to change what we really need to deal with. And sometimes those corners, those dark corners, we can't see when there's no light. Or we say it's okay because we still uh, are breathing. <laughs> but life is not just about breathing. Huh? It's about living to the full. And uh, so when God said, let there be light, and it was the first thing He said, let there be light. He turned on the light. And uh, He created um, and He caused us to see and my first point is vision. Vision. Um, you know when God is about to work, when He gives a person vision. Nobody else may see the same thing you see, but you see it. And when you see it, please don't reject it. Please don't say no la and deny it. No la is, you know. English in Malaysia. <laughs> um, and and and, uh, and 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 and. God would do this first thing, okay? Uh, nothing else might be clear. Where's the money coming from? Don't know. You know, uh, uh, where, where's the team coming from? Don't know. Uh, when do I go? Where do I go? Don't know. But He gives you a vision. And let me just share you a, a story very quickly. And um, all these five points, they're connected with the, with the same story. So I'm just going to do one long testimony. So it, it, it was like this. Uh, so the church started in KL 18 years ago. And uh, what happened was, uh, I remember, uh, uh, we went from one venue to another venue. And uh, we, we went from three people, okay, uh, to 30 and then so on and so forth. Uh, when we got to 100, uh, we were up at the shop lot. Uh, Dave, you remember this? And it was right in front of uh, some colleges, yeah. Taylor's College, uh, where your mom used to work, as in like opposite, she's still working Taylor's, but somewhere else. Okay, so right opposite our office is Taylor's College, Subang Jaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, we are all friends with the mums now, no? Uh, it's, it's, oh. Okay, and, and, and so um, uh, God gave us this nice place, we renovated it, spent about 30,000 ringgit at that time, big money for us, uh, still big money for us, and we renovated it for 100 people. In about six months, uh, we had maxed out, but not quite. Lah. You know, for us, sometimes we go like, no, there are still about five more seats, you know, ten more seats. We can still be comfortable here. You know, like how, what, you, what you do here, same spirit, right? You go like, we don't wait until it's really full. We, we go and enlarge our territory because we know many more will come. 
And so we don't just wait for the last minute. We don't just wait for the five more seats to you know, max out. Then only we go and look for the place. We're always looking for the place by faith. And so that's God's language. God always moves by faith. And so he says, Kenneth, I've got another place for you. I said, where is that, God? He says, it's in Summit Shopping Complex. And um, it was just about maybe five minutes drive from where we were. And I said, God, actually, we still have space. Five, ten more seats, you know, and God says, no, I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at the many more that you can't see. And I'm like, oh, God, but we just renovated this, you know. <laughs> right? I just had to raise the money and we spent, uh, you know, quite a sum, not just money but energy. And uh, the Lord says, uh, this is my church and uh, you've got to do things my way, yeah? You, you, you know, so I'm, I'm giving you an opportunity now to move to a bigger place. I said, okay, so anyway, when to summit, to look for a space. Now, this is a shopping complex in Malaysia and if you haven't understood how it works, it's really expensive, okay? Uh, maybe anywhere from 40 to 60,000 ringgit rental a month, okay? And so I'm just walking the, the shopping complex because God said so. That's all. And uh, so uh, the agent is going, so what are you, huh? You know, like, what business do you do? I, 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 I'm a church. Then I probably would be the first church in Malaysia to meet in the shopping complex. All right? Because it's so expensive. Who's, you know, who's going to meet uh, in a shopping complex as far as the church goes? So uh, she goes, oh, really, uh, church? Uh? And she's like, Because <laughs> she's looking at Zara, coach, <laughs> X. <you know? laughs> so, so it's like, uh, what do you sell? You know? How do I do this for you? Uh, but you know, they also wanted the rent. And um, so they go like, okay, this guy's going to be silly uh, and pay us you know, free money. Uh, that's fine. Only using it for once a week, right? So I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm as clueless as the agent. I'm like walking, going like, God, what am I doing here? <laughs> you know, and, um, and so we're looking and there's nothing suitable. Okay. Fast forward, uh, a, uh, a lady calls me and now this is the complex manager, shopping complex manager. Her name is Chan Lai Heng. Still can remember. Lai Heng says to me, Pastor Kenneth, I just may have the place for you. Come. And so me and Keng Yak, okay, the guy with uh, no hair, um, uh, both of us uh, following this lady up a very dark and dingy staircase. This lady had a lot of faith, no? I mean, this is dark, dingy. It's about two flights of stairs, two floors, okay? Uh, uh, and and it's, it's really horrible. The smell, the there were uh, beer bottles, uh, I th uh, cigarette buds. Uh, I think people even use that as an extra toilet, <laughs> you know, for emergencies. And, 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 and it was just, and this lady just took us up all the way to the second floor. And this, this, is, this door that looks like it's been bolted for a long time. Actually, it wasn't bolted, but it just looked like that, you know. And then when, when she opened it, you know, it had this creaking sound, like those movies. And so it's dark, it's dingy, it's smelly. It's really bad. And she says, Pastor Kenneth, have a look. <laughs> and I'm already at that time uh, thinking to myself, no, I'll just do this as courtesy. Yeah. Like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you, know? you know how we do that? Yes, thank you very much. Bye. Uh, but she says, come, you know, have a look. So as we walked in, oh, the smell was equally bad inside. And we couldn't see a thing. It was dark. So it was not used for, I don't know, uh, seven, eight years. And um, even the windows were covered with black paper, you know. And so I said, where are the windows? Uh, maybe you can you know, go and open the windows. Oh, it's all covered. So anyway, we went there and we asked for permission to tear a little bit. And then the light, a little bit of light came in. Keng Yak tried to turn on his handphone. And those days, uh, the handphone, no torchlight, only the screen light. And he's like, can you see anything? Can you see anything? I said, I can only see your hand. No, 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 pastor, pastor, come, look, look, look. I cannot see anything. So anyway, we tore a little bit from the window and uh, some light shone. And we saw the ground was wet. And, and, and I said, hey, why so wet? Uh? I asked Lai Heng. Lai Heng, why so wet? Uh? She said, I don't know. And as we were going around, we said, oh, I think I know. The toilet upstairs leaking. Oh, oh it's correct. And, 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 and I'm like, oh, what are you stepping on? No? And, 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 and I, so... so so I, I'm like this, right? I'm going like, okay, I think I've, I've had it enough, yeah. all right? Uh, I could see that 
it was a, a much deeper, bigger space. Actually, I found out it was 15,000 square feet, quite big. Uh, so I, as I was looking, I was like, oh, I can't see the rest, but I've seen enough. I've seen enough. I was just about to open my mouth and say, thank you, Lai Heng, thank you so much. Um, we'll call you. <laughs> Don't call us. You know? and, 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 and she says to me, uh, so how do you, do you like it? And then I go like, I was about to say it, and, and, then, and then I get this light in my, my head. This light in my head, God speaking to me, Kenneth, welcome to your new home. <laughs> That's it. Kenneth, welcome to your new home. And so the funny thing is that no matter how dark it can be around you, yeah. how dark the situation and circumstance is, yeah. all you need is the light turned on inside you. Wow. Come on, inside you. Yeah. Really. Yeah. It, it can be a really terrible situation, but when the light is turned on inside you, you're going to be okay, you know? It, it's going to be okay. And sometimes... We like to follow that light. We like to follow the most confident person in our family because that person seems to have a light that is going to be okay. We're going to handle it. And you like following, it could be mom. Mom sometimes has the light and you like to follow mom because mom is confident and mom is going to be okay. It's terrible, I know, but it's going to be all right, you know. Sometimes it's dad. Sometimes it's uncle so-and-so. Sometimes it's auntie so-and-so. Sometimes it's grandma. Grandma is the matriarch, you know. She's got the light. She's, got, she's seen enough in life. She goes, you know, I've been through worse. And she's got a light. In her, and she speaks that light, and everyone goes, Whoa, you know, we can't see, but she can. So follow her. And that's why, how every Christian should be. You've got to have the light turned on inside you, right? And you are the light uh, and the salt. And so people got to want to follow you because they're oh, so confident in this guy. What, wow, exam time, huh? Wow, but he, you know, everybody's studying, but there's a confidence in this guy or this girl because his confidence is not in himself and in his studies or her studies, but it's in the Lord. Uh, the Lord who gives us wisdom. So I was about to say it and I, and, and, and I hear this voice inside of me. The light gets turned on and it's a vision. I now see something that others cannot see. Wow. And I see this as a new home. And I went outside uh, with her and I said, okay, Lai Heng, we'll take it. Oh, I'll tell you. And she said to me, uh, yeah, so uh, how much can you afford? Uh, so I said, mm-hmm. How, how big is this place again? 15,000 square feet. And, and the one that was just uh, 2,000 square feet downstairs at the, at the mall, this was connected to the mall, uh, uh, the one 2,000 square feet downstairs was already uh, 50,000 a month. So this is 15,000 square feet. Wow. That was 2,000 square feet. Wow. So I don't even dare ask, nobody asked. I said, um, how much can you give it to me? She said, no, 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 no. How much can you afford? So I go like, oh, yeah, but give me a rough figure. Because I wanted I want to say 10 ringgit, right? But you know. <laughs> and, then, and she said, oh, you know, Kenneth, I think we can help you out with maybe, you know, 40, 50,000, uh, you know, give you a really good discount. Uh, and, you know, the lifts have got to be uh, operated and we've got to fix it and uh, to, for it to stop on the second floor that will cost another 5,000 and she's calculating and then I said wow okay can you, can you do it for 10,000? when I said can you do it for 10,000 uh, when it came out of my mouth uh, I want to take it back you know, because <laughs> I don't even know where I was going to take, uh, get 10,000 from because there were only 100 people in church and 90% were students okay Usually poor. <laughs> All right. So, so um, uh, she said 10,000. She went like, 10,000? She was shocked. And, uh, but she was not too shocked because she said, I'll find out for you. Wow. I'll find out for you, okay? All right. Uh, and uh, then the next day, she calls me and says, Kenneth, I've checked it out. It's fine. 10,000 inclusive of the lifts. Wow, wow is correct. Yeah, and this wow, you've got to spell this wow backwards because it's really special. <laughs> Vision. Let the light turn on. You're still laughing. Let the light turn on. She, some people just got it. But you know, um, yeah, let the light turn on. Amen. Vision, vision, vision. You know, ex-London was a vision. We didn't know who, and I actually only knew Lillian in, in London, seriously. Uh, and she helped us a lot, even with the accountant that we have now. It's her contact, and thank God for great friends. But I tell you, otherwise, I, you know, where do we start? How do we start? 
you know, pounds, the, the only reason why it's called pounds is because it's heavy. <laughs> a ringgit, you know, it's really weak compared. And, and, uh, and uh, God gave a vision. And you must not reject that vision. Uh, because the rest will come. Step two will come. Step three will come. So what's step two? Step two is, and God saw the light that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. Somebody say, divided. God called the light day and the darkness He called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters. Let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament and divided the waters. I see the word divided twice now. And every time the Bible has more than once uh, mentioned a word, uh, it gets my attention. Divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. Every time I say firmament, it sounds like tongues. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. All right. Divided. So the second point is, the first point is vision. The second point is separation. Every time God is about to do something great in our lives, He will expect separation. Separation from the old. Separation from the comfortable. Separation from that which we are familiar with to reach out to the unfamiliar. Old, we leave behind to reach out for the new. You know, uh, I think people like the ones who founded Uber and Grab and Airbnb, who are multi-millionaires today, they had regular jobs. But I'm sure they had a vision. And if that vision was, was ever to come to pass, if that vision were ever to be made flesh or to be made into reality, you've got to separate. And if they were holding on to their good jobs and comfortable jobs, we will not have Uber. We will not have Grab. We will not have Airbnb. Name a few more to me. Facebook, yeah? And, and many more things that we use, that we take for granted. Someone left something comfortable to go because they had a vision. And I always find this, you know, when Abraham was called out, Abraham is the father of faith. And there's no Abraham, there's no Israel. Uh, they're, they're, in fact, they won't even be Christians because yeah. he is the father of faith. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and so, I think about it, Abraham was called out. Yeah, I think about when Jesus saved us, the Bible says he called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. There's always a separation. Yeah. If you're about to get married, the minister will always say, uh, you know, Sandra, would you take Kenneth to be your lawfully wedded husband, to have and to hold from this day forward? For better, for worse, for richer, for poorer, you know. In sickness and in health, to death, unto death will you part, you know. And uh, then there's one part there that says, and forsaking all others, be faithful to him, amen. <laughs> and Kenneth, be faithful to her, you know. Forsaking all others. You know, when a guy or girl doesn't come to a forsaking all others, you're not ready for marriage. You got like, you got like 10, 10 really close boyfriends, you know. Eeny, meeny, miny, more, which one should, right? And, 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 and you, you, you can't really go to the altar without forsaking. Yeah, you can still have friends, but they cannot be special friends. There must be only one special friend that you have chosen to marry and spend the rest of the days of your life. The rest are friends. And if you don't separate from them, if the guy doesn't separate from all his girlfriends, his everyone is special. Cannot be! To God, everyone is special, not to you, okay? To you, have one special, and the rest, really good friends. And marry the special one. Please marry the special one. Alright? But you've got to forsake all of And if you're not ready for that, you're not ready for marriage. I'm telling you right now, you're not ready to, to make the vows. Is that, is that right to say? Is, does that make sense? It's, 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 it's like that all the time. And the reason why sometimes we can't, reach out for the new and the, and the greater is because we can't let go of the old and the good. I'm not saying it's bad, no? Do you know what it is, right? If, if, it, were, if it was just a comparison between bad and good, it's easy comparison. But sometimes it's a comparison between good and better. And, and we find it hard to let go of the good for God's better. But God will always say, and he, he never says, oh, I'll give it to you, then you can separate. It's always been separate first. Yeah, that's right. It's always been come out yeah, first. 
uh, 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 not that I'll give you Uber, then you can separate. I'll give you all the salary package. Then you, no, that's not faith even. And without faith, it's impossible to please God. You with me? So, so, so in the world, it's like this, but it, it, it's, it's something that God Himself has uh, put in place. After vision comes separation. And some of you in this room, you know, I mean, uh, even to accept Christ, you've got to be separated from your old life and embrace the new. And you can't say, I accept you, Christ, uh, first, but can I also, you know, have all these other idols? No, you can't. You've got to to forsake that and go for Him. Uh, And, well, I think you caught it, right? You got it, right? Separation is key for a vision to come to pass. Please understand that uh, because it it is true, it is real, uh, it is important for all of us to understand. Now, this separation part, I always, wherever I speak about this, uh, this is the quietest moment. Because nobody likes to separate. We, we can't separate from our pillow. When it's raining in the morning, it's... <laughs> can't separate from our blanket. We can't separate from, you know, uh, our parents sometimes because we just love them so much. We can't, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. But sometimes you just got to do it. Right. And, and parents who know better, know better. And I know some parents who actually say, no, uh, children, it's actually better. Yeah. I miss you, I love you, but it's, it's, it's actually the way life yeah. takes form. Yeah. It was formless before, shapeless, dark, yeah. void, empty, but it, this is life. Yeah. And you will experience greater things. Yeah. I don't want you to separate, but this is part of what life is all about. Yeah. And um, I pray that all of you who are thinking about, wow, is this real? Is this true? I accept it, but it's going to be hard. But even though, you know, it's never promised to, that, that it'll be easy, right? Yeah. But, but I'm going to embrace it. Yeah. I, I'm going to say it's good for me. Because if there's no separation, there will not be vision. Yeah. Vision comes first, yes. Number one, the light gets turned on. But now that you see, you must step out. Yeah. You must be ready at least to step out. Yeah. Leave the good. Kiss them. Hug your family. Uh, but say, Thank you, mom and dad, or thank you, whoever it is, or even if it's your old company. Thanks for giving me a job for five years. You know, I've given my best, uh, but thank you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm moving on. Yeah. But you know, there's no security, I know. Because when you, when you jump into nothing, uh, when you jump into starting Uber, jump into starting Grab, there's nothing. There's no team, there's no office, there's nothing. But you got to go. Right. You just got to go and you just got to trust God. Amen? Yeah. Number three. Yeah. Number three. So we talk about firmaments and we talk about uh, the waters dividing and I love verse 8 and God called the firmament heaven. So the evening and the morning were the second day. So I had to separate from my newly renovated 30,000 ringgit shop lot. I I, I, I really, I was going to say I loved it. No, I didn't love it. I I liked it so much and it was new but I had to go. It's new but I got to go. And before I went, I had to have some confirmation. And that's point number three. Vision, separation, confirmation. Now, um, Rachel, seated right in front here. I, I don't know if you ever heard this story, Rachel, but uh, this involves your family. Rocky, your dad, called me uh, on the second day. The first day I went to summit, couldn't find a place. I was a little bit down, discouraged. I go like, God, you told me to go and I can't find a place. Rocky, your dad, calls me. Rocky is a good friend of ours. And he says, Kenneth, I heard you're moving to Summit. I said, how do you hear? I don't even know, no? <laughs> and he says, are you? I said, I hope so because I feel like God is saying, but they couldn't find a place. Yeah. And you know what your dad said? Uh, my mom, your grandma, my mom knows their mom. Wow. The owners of Summit Complex has a mom <laughs> who is very close to her grandmother. Wow. Huh? Wow. And he says, Rocky says, maybe I can get my mom to speak to their mom. Wow. Uh, mama, mama power. <laughs> and uh, he tells me how close they are, no? That actually that mom, their mom, uh, when they were young, okay, with grandma, uh, your grandma was like her elder sister, okay? And she was like adopted, sort of, you know, that kind of a relationship. And she treated her so well, and uh, she was so good to her that their mom has grown up to respect your grandmother 
and anything your grandmother asked, that mom, uh, let, me, let me call her mama because everybody calls her mama. Mama will listen to your grandma. Okay? And so he tells me of this relationship and says, can I, can, I, can I at least ask my mom? I said, sure, give it a shot. So mom or your grandma tells mama, my friend. Suddenly, uh, I became her grandma's friend. <laughs> don't mess around. Uh. Don't mess around. <coughs> In Malaysia, we say, don't play a fool. Uh. Uh, don't play, play. Okay. And uh, um, the mom calls and says, uh, my friend is looking for a space in your son's shopping complex. Um, help him. Wow. There's power, you know. Wow. Yeah. Men, we try all kinds of it, but we help him. Wow. Power in the mother's voice. And she says, sure. Your friend is my friend. Wow. Your friend is my friend, she says. <laughs> Let me wipe my sweat away first. Excuse me. It's getting hot in here. And, and, so, and so, someone calls me. Ah, oh, grandma's like, you say grandpa? Okay, okay. Okay, okay. Okay, uh, just between us. Uh. She just whispered to Paul Sandra saying, my, yeah, my grandma's like gangster. Oh, mama's. Oh, really? Oh, you know mama, is it? Oh, you think so? Okay. Anyway, let me carry on with the story. So I get a call, right, from Lai Heng. Do you connect the story again? Lai Heng says, I can show you a place that actually I'm not supposed to show you. Okay? I don't know about this connection, no? But anyway, I was called to go to the office. Penthouse! Alright? And I go in, and I walk into the lift, and I'm pressing the button PH, PH, PH. It won't light up, because you have to have a special key. The guard looks at me and goes like, where you want to go? You know? In Malay, he's asking me. I said, penthouse. He goes like, who are you, who you looking, you know? He's looking down on me, you know, like, Chinese Sapper, you know, who are you looking for? I go like, Mama. Because <laughs> they told me to come see Mama. So I said, Mama. Oh, your key comes out. <laughs> He's turning on <laughs> whatever it is that he has to turn on. He press PH and he bows. <laughs> and I, get, I, get, I get a shock. And I go like, okay, what just happened? So we go up to PH and it opens. And there's a, like a big bodyguard, no? Comes to the front of the lift. He says, who are you looking for? Mama. Who steps back, you know? <laughs> I kid you not, he steps back, no? Like there's a presence. And he says, Mama? I said, yes, I have an appointment with her. Sure, sure, come this way. And now, he's my bodyguard. He's walking in front of me and I'm walking at the back going, what is this? And you know, some of these rich people, uh, they like to make really long walkways, no? <laughs> kind of scare the wits out of you before you get to the office. But as I was walking, the guard was giving, I think, signs to the secretaries, you know, like, eh? and so they get up and says, hello, mama's friend, hello, mama's friend. We are getting, hello, mama's friend. I said, oh, wow, okay. And I, as I'm walking, I'm getting more and more confident, you know. I got to the end, the uh, reception, and the, the person says, oh, you're mama's friend. I said, <clears throat> yeah. I, look, I haven't met mama, mama. And so I said, yes. And so please come to this room, and they ushered me to this room. And there's a guy called Kenneth, one of the directors, another guy, and they are the sons of Mama. And he said, oh, Pastor Kenneth, welcome. We have been expecting you. Mama told us about you. <laughs> <laughs> and so I sat down, please share with us your vision. Oh, thank God vision is first. Otherwise, you have no vision to share. Please share with us your vision. I said, oh, sure. And I shared for 40 minutes. <laughs> They're not Christians. But they're so excited. Wow. They're excited about a Christian vision. Wow. And I'm like, I'm like, and then they turn to Lai Hing. Lai Hing is in the room. Lai Hing, show him anything he wants. Oh. I thought I saw everything already yesterday. Because <laughs> they showed me everywhere in the shopping complex. But this was separate, a special room, 15,000 square feet. And so, I want to tell you this. That's why Lai Hing showed me the place. It's not supposed to be touched. Is their family's own property. And who do you think Lai Heng called when I said 10,000? Mama. Mama. And Mama says, whatever he wants. I didn't know all this was happening, you know. I didn't know all, all this was happening. And, uh, and until today, uh, 
Other to, today, as I'm sharing this with you, I haven't met Mama. <laughs> you know, 15 years has passed. I, have, I don't even know whether she's alive. Is she still alive? Don't know. But how many of you are glad that even though you don't know Mama, you can know Papa? Hallelujah. Yeah. Amen. There is a Papa up in heaven uh, who is orchestrating all this for you. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, this is good. Thank you, Lord. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes when God gives you a vision and, and you're ready to separate, uh, you, 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 you kind of like need a confirmation. And, and, and the Bible says, on the second day, He created heaven. Yeah. And, and I call confirmation a little bit of heaven. Yeah. Meaning that nobody else can do this for you. Yeah. Every time God gives you a vision, you need a little bit of heaven. That means if your friend could have done it for you, if someone else could have done it for you, uh, if it was expected, then it's not heaven. It's just expectation. But heaven comes in a way of like, no way. <laughs> you know, you, you, you find yourself saying, no way. Yes way. <laughs> Heaven's way. And God moves for you and orchestrates for you and does things for you like an angel saying, I give you a tip, huh? you need to know the motto of a Malaysia day, you know. Out of 500, they only choose you to tell you that in a room and there's nobody. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's freaky, but it's freakily good. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. There's a God who's alive, who's awake, who's amazing, yeah. who cares for us, our every detail. Yeah. He knows where we are. He knows our name. He knows our fears. He knows where we are and where we need to go. So I, I love this. Number one, what, what was it? Vision. Number two, separation. It needs to happen. Number three, a little bit of heaven. And uh, I'm so thankful. I, did, I don't even know until today, uh, Rachel, how Rocky found out that I was wanting to move to uh, Summit seriously. But let's go to point number four, or step number four. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters, this is verse 10 now, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, let the earth bring forth grass, let uh, uh, the, the herb or the herb, whichever country you come from, that yields seed and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself on the earth. And it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb uh, that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind. And God saw that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the third day. I like this because when God created the trees and created fruits and the vegetables, it, it was food. It was food, food for mankind, food for the animals. It was fuel, it was provision. I want you to know that there's not only vision that God gives you, He gives you provision. Because without provision, you can't, you can't get it done. Uh, it takes money to start X standard. You all know that. Uh, but God provides. It takes money to start X Bristol, X Edinburgh, uh, uh, Melbourne. It takes money to uh, go to do your PhD, right? And so you got a vision, you want to do it, but then you said the funding was the problem. And so number four, step number four is God will provide. You've got to trust Him. If He has given you the vision, He will also give you the provision. I like the word provision because God is provision. He is for you, not against you. He is pro-provision. <laughs> he is there. He is there to support you, to back you up, to be there for you. All right? So step number four, provision. And so I'm driving my car along Kasas Highway. And uh, at that time, you know, no hands-free, just one handphone. And that day, the handphone was with me, amazingly, because usually it's with her. Uh, we share one handphone, you know. Uh, yeah, those days, so poor. So poor that when the, the, the robber came to rob our house, we robbed him. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was driving down Kasas Highway, and then the phone rings, right? Phone rings. And so I pull aside, of course, as a good Christian. I pull aside and I answer that phone. I say, hello. And uh, this is Dato so-and-so. Okay, Dato is uh, just a title they give uh, to either the rich or people who have done really well, uh, etc. Like, you guys from Malaysia, you know, it's like a sir title here. And so, <clears throat> Dato so-and-so is on the phone and uh, he says, Kenneth. I said, and so I recognize his voice. I said, hey, Dato. I said, uh, how do you get this number? He says, yeah, you know, I got it. La. Right, you know? He said, my secretary gave it to me. Wow, very good secretary, you know, well paid. I don't know how, because it's, it's an unlisted number, no? 
Uh, and uh, so she found it. Uh, she gave it to him and he called me because he felt like calling me. And he said, how are you, Kenneth? I said, fine, Dato. How are you? Fine. What are you doing? Uh, I was driving. No, no, I mean, what are you doing now, like in ministry? I said, um, well, I'm just about to move into a new place. Oh, for the church? I said, yeah, for the church. Oh, so what, what are your plans? All on the phone, huh? I said, um, I am planning to renovate it, you know, to put some new sound system. And he says, oh, so have you started yet? I said, no. Going to? Yeah, soon. Actually, because there's no money, is it? <laughs> so he says, oh, so uh, do you need any money? I like sometimes they just, just uh, quick and uh, straightforward and direct. Do you need any money? I said, yeah, money can help. And he says to me, I, I kid you not, uh, will 100,000 ringgit help? Wow. That's another wow, <laughs> spelled backwards. And I'm like, I was speechless, so I go like, 100,000? I, I don't even know how many zeros, you know, I, I couldn't, I know now, but you know, at that time, like, how much is that? Huh? <laughs> and uh, he says, uh, enough now, Kenneth. I said, uh, should be. I didn't want to take for granted that he was, the next thing he was going to say was, I'll give it to you, right? He just says, is 100,000 enough? If I say, yeah, then he said, go get it yourself. <laughs> You don't want to take it for granted. So I say, yeah, I suppose. He says, okay, Kenneth, I, I have a checkbook in front of me. I'm writing 100000 to you, uh, and I'll send the check over to you by tomorrow. Wow. I tell you, I, could, I couldn't start driving, you know, uh, because I was just in my car in tears. And actually, I was also glad that I stopped to take the phone because I would have met an accident, you know. <laughs> huh? What? And, and so the check comes to me, and it is the first time in my life I saw a 100000 ringgit check. First time in my life. And with that check, I was able to build a stage. Uh, Dave, remember the stage? And put the sound system and all that. I, I tell you, you think God doesn't know. You think God doesn't see. He knows. He sees. And He loves you. And He's, orchest he's hovering, you know. <laughs> you can't quite see Him, but He's orch orchestrating your life. He's orchestrating even details that you thought, oh, don't bother. My grandmother used to say, oh, yeah, don't bother God. Like, he got so many things to do. That's why she, she's got this, you know, uh, I think limited understanding of, 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 of God, but you know, she was so faithful. She goes to, she goes to church every Sunday, but she goes, uh, everything also asks God, man. That's how she talks. Uh, everything also asks God, man. You know, he's so busy, la, you know, let him answer the more tough ones. No, no, no. <laughs> tough ones, easy ones, anyone. Yeah. Our God is able. Amen. I know the time is almost over and I'm coming to my fifth point. Uh, but I tell you what, it's amazing, right, to know that our God is always on time, always on time. The fifth step is this, and I want to close with this. It says here, then God said in verse 14, let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years. Let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth and it was so. Then God made two great lights and you know what they are, right? The sun and the moon. He made two great lights the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth and to rule over the day and over the night. When I see, look at the word rule over, something uh, stirs in my mind and I'll share it with you in a moment. To rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Vision number one, separation number two. Confirmation or heaven, number three. Provision, number four. And number five is administration. And I find that when we don't see administration as important, we're going to be in trouble also. Like for example, you have a vision to get 10 A's, 9 A's. You, you have a vision to get your PhD, right? But if you don't have the fifth one, which is discipline, scheduling, day-to-day, uh, getting things done. It's called administration. You're, you're with me? Accounting. You know, uh, budgeting. If you don't have that, you're going to be in a mess. And that's why a lot of people, a lot of leaders, they have vision, great vision, you know. Uh, they even have great faith. But they don't have discipline in their lives and, and it, it can go down the drain. 
Do you know setting all this up takes discipline? Yeah, it takes packing, caring, coming, setting up on time. Can you imagine if we didn't have discipline? Oh, start whatever time you want, then you know the people will be here at 11 and then we are just setting up. Uh, 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 and, and we do this even sometimes with our business. And we go like, ah, never mind lah, anything can lah. You know? You know, you, you want to be good at what you are doing. You want to have vision, but you want to have, to have good administration. So the Bible says, the son to rule over. You know when you say rule over, administrate. Rule over the day, rule over the night. Are you all still with me? You've got to have that. You can't, as students, just wake up anytime you want to and, and hope to succeed. Uh, sleep anytime you want to and hope to be the best that you can be. No, you need your rest. You need your, you need your exercise. You need your, uh, you need your friendships. Uh, you need to give time for everything, you know, uh, 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 everything that's important at least. You, you need to do that. Uh, and, and a lot of people go, oh, as, as long as I have vision, I have faith, I'm okay. No, be careful. Because a lot of people have failed in this. And they try to build churches, but they don't have discipline. Um, uh, they, they don't respect time. Uh, they don't know how to manage their funds. They just spend any time. No, don't do that. Because that can kill your vision. So number one is vision. Number two is separation. Number three is confirmation or a little bit of heaven. Uh, thank God for mama. <laughs> And, and number four is provision. I thank God for the dato uh, who, who knew to call me at the right time. But it's all God. And number five, I had to. Dave, remember not once we got the money idea, who has to carry the chairs? Who has to mop the floors? We've got to do it. We've got to clean. We've got to clean the toilets. Cannot be like someone else would do it because I am the man of vision. So what? We, we, we might be the man of vision, but we are also the servant. Right? Jesus was the servant king. He came to serve. Not to lord over people and go, I'm the one who's the boss, you do the job. No, we, we serve together, right? Teamwork makes the dream work. And, 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 and so, teamwork makes the vision work. And, and together as ex-London, amen? Why, why have you come into six years now? Because it's not just vision, it's constant every week. Yeah? I, I look at your musicians every week, you know? In and out. You know, we have studies, we have work. But we are serving the Lord and we are, we are managing our time well. And Dave, you know, every week you give me a report and you say, you know, you met with so-and-so and you're investing into lives. You're going out for dinners with some of them and making sure they're okay. And you're, you're bringing them to the hub and you're cooking for them. All that, what you think, cooking came from the sky? You had to go and buy groceries, you had to carry them back, you don't have a car. And, and all this because of love, because of a vision of, of touching every life here, right? And sometimes you touch them through their stomach. This guy cooks really good siu yolk. One of the best siu yolk I ever tasted. Right? Yeah, siu yolk, no? And pasta can go together. Are you all still with me? Because pasta is not just spiritual, no? Not just spiritual, no? I, oh, I go around praying for people, you know, waving my hand. No. Shaking hands, hugging people, loving people, putting the chairs together. You know, it's all that, right? But listen as I close. So it's vision, separation, uh, confirmation or heaven, provision, administration. You know some people turn it around and they like to start with administration. So you go like, can we do X London? Then we go and check with our accountant first. Accountant, can you tell me? The accountant is an administrator. He is part of the five, but he cannot be the first. And too many, can you imagine if Uber asked his lawyer first? If, if, if Grab asked his accountant first? If Airbnb asks, I don't know, his counsellor. No, no, no. Vision must always be first. And then after that, separate. So some people like to go, oh, show me the money first. Or, or let me hear what my lawyer says. Or let me hear what you know, other people say. No, 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 no. You start with vision. Vision comes from God. Let Him turn on the light. If you don't have light, then you are operating in darkness. Don't start with your accountant, please. Make him part of it, but not the first. Don't say, God, show me the money first. Then I'll move. Confirmation. God, you, you confirm, then I separate. No. So you can, can you see it? Can you see it? You cannot reverse it. But a lot of people reverse it. And we find ourselves in trouble. And the dream never gets birth. Don't do that. So why am I doing this? Because I feel that the Lord is saying to me, Kenneth, there are many people who have got amazing... Well, not many people, all of you actually have got an amazing future ahead of you, amazing future. It doesn't matter whether we are older or younger, as long as we are breathing, there's life. 
as long as we are breathing, there are better days ahead of us. The best days are ahead of us. So as I close my eyes, I bow my head, I'm getting ready to pray for us and I encourage you to do the same. Why don't you close your eyes, bow your heads as we respect this moment. God is here and I know that He's given us this message not only to celebrate our fifth anniversary, to remind us why we're here, to remind us who we are here for, but to say if there's going to be six more years, it's our sixth anniversary, to give us six more years is going to be what you hear today, remember that it's because of God's vision. Remember that growing from strength to strength will take separation, meaning that maybe this place will not be big enough in a year's time. You say, wow, but friend's house is so perfect. Or maybe this room is perfect. No, don't, don't be afraid to move up, to move out. Don't ever be afraid because when God gives you vision, Prepare for separation. And yes, this is good, but maybe there's a greater place. Are you all still with me? Maybe there's a greater place. So don't be scared of separation. Although it's the hardest thing to do, don't be scared of it. Embrace it. Say, Lord, if you are here with me, everything is going to turn out well. Number three, remember, God is going to be with you. He's going to give you a little bit of heaven. Every one of you, you're going to see it. You're going to taste it. You're going to step back and go like, wow, what just happened? What just happened? God just moved on my behalf. God just moved the heavens and the earth to get to me and to work out, you know, the Bible says, all things work together for the good to those who love the Lord. All things work together for the good. God is on your side. He's with you. He's for you, not against you. He's provision. That's number four. Remember that it will come. If it's God's vision, the money will come. The people will come. The team will come. Oh, come on. The husband will come. The wife will come. The family will come. God knows every need we have in our lives. Amen. It will come. The provision. But it's not provision first. Don't look for the money first. Look for the meaning. Let money follow meaning. Not meaning follow money. Because when the money is gone, the meaning will also be gone. But if money follows meaning, as long as there's meaning in your life, money will follow you. Money will be there. There will be always enough, more than enough to do what God has called you to do. And number five, don't forget, be disciplined. Be disciplined. Work hard. Do well. Do the best that you can. Don't take things for granted. Don't take people for granted. Amen. And God will bless you. Remember, the Holy Spirit is hovering. And I believe He's hovering over ex-London. He's hovering over each and every one of your lives and He will make a way where there seems to be no way. He will create light out of darkness. He will make something beautiful out of something ugly. He will make something amazing out of something ordinary. God is with us. Amen? Let's sing, uh, brother, as you lead us because I just feel like it's a time to worship the Lord. Maybe all of us can stand right now, stand to our feet. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.axchurch.uk. God bless.